Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Read It So You Don't Have To. So we are on chapter six of the book When the Earth Was Flat. Um, this chapter is called Hey Hey, Where are the Monkeys. So what this chapter is about is about um, how scientists and doctors try to find sexual rejuvenation from fruits and and medicine. So let's get started. Um, so obviously, for centuries, people have been searching for for an item or a substance that that could increase the sexual ability and the sexual activity of men and women. Um, so it it was in the late twentieth century where the Spanish fly was invented, which was the first kind of Viagra kind of thing. Uh, so the Spanish fly was at, was made from the wings of blister beetles, and during those times, it was used to help rejuvenate sexual activity, and and it worked. Um, but there was many side effects with the Spanish fly. So there was a lot of irritation of the urinary tract, um, a lot of side effects such such as vomiting diarrhea or permanent damage to the kidneys and even death so a spanish fly is not the best drug to take because it does have a high chance of death um but it did work and during the roman times when the romans would have sex parties they would always use spanish fly and according to the book um it can still be bought on the internet today, but um, it's not advised because it could kill you. And then over the centuries, a lot of foods have been said to have sexual rejuvenation abilities. So Spanish explorers, when they were in Mexico, they thought avocados was the best of them because avocado actually meant test- testicles in their native language. So the Spanish explorers brought baskets and baskets baskets of avocado back to their country, and then they were they were told they told the rich people that avocados can increase your sexual ability, and then rich people would apply avocado paste onto their genitals, and then that was said to increase sexual rejuvenation, but that was wrong, and no effect happened whatsoever. Here's a quick fact about the tomato. So the tomato was once said to be a very powerful Viagra as well. Um, it was introduced to Europe, and then people people say that tomato could increase your sexual ability. But then the medieval churches actually said that the tomatoes are poisonous and then they could in fact kill you. Um, so that stuck on because, of course, if the church says it's right, then it must be. Um, and the tomato was really similar to another plant, which was called nightshade, that was really poisonous. So the church said it's the same effect; it's the same plant, and people were were, were believed that uh, they believed in that that statement. And then, even in the 16th century, uh, John Gerald. He wrote a book called Herbal, and then, which said like tomatoes are also poisonous in the book, 
which cemented even more that tomatoes are poisonous. Um, but until the early to mid 18th century, the idea was proven wrong by people who ate more than two or three tomatoes because at that time they were said anyone who eats more than two or three will die. And then these these people ate two or three, and then they they still survived. Um, but during that time, that was out, that only happened in Europe. So in the so in America, um, they were still convinced that tomatoes were were poisonous until the until a colonel called Robert Gibbs Robert Gibbon Johnson he actually ate a basket full of tomatoes and then was completely fine. And this happened on. September twenty sixth in eighteen twenty, and that kind of proved that tomatoes were, in fact, not poisonous and was good enough to eat. Um. So yeah. So fruits were, a lot of fruits were considered sex rejuvenation items, and then people were eating them or applying them quite often, which came to the development of testicle treatment. Um. So during this time. A Russian-born French surgeon called Sergei Voronov、um, basically developed the tr- the treatment of testicles. And what he did was he he began by injecting his own body with extracts of testicles that were found in dogs and guinea pigs. And this was in the eighteen this was in eighteen eighty nine. Um, so he kind of assumed that if you inject other substances of testicles, it would increase your own testicles' ability.、Um, but once he injected extracts from dog and pig testicles,、um, not really any effect showed. So he moved on to transplants.、Um, And then he published a lot of papers、um, based on based on a subject by transplanting testicular tissue to other testicular tissue. And then in 1920, he began transplanting test- testes of criminals、um, were, that were executed、um, to to fund his experiment. Uh, and then when all the criminals have, there was no more criminals left to to use from. He moved on to monkey testicles,、um, and then he would slice a thin thin piece of the glands of the testicles and then attach it to the scrotums of people that paid him money and then people that wanted to increase sexual rejuvenation. And then in 1922, this this treatment was everything was was the talk of the town. Everyone was talking about monkey monkey gland treatment and how if it worked or not. And Voronov he grew rich off of this by doing transplants for for the rich. And one of the operations he did was actually on the first president of the Republic of Turkey called Kemal Ataturk, and many other high power and political people. And he also generated money from teaching other doctors and surgeons on how to do the process. And and according to to the book, it the process worked, and people were happy with the results. So in 1923,、uh, more than 700 high-status 
people, uh, politicals or rich people have have done the surgery. Uh, well, not not done the surgery, my bad. The uh, 700 high status people came all over the world to to learn from him. Um, and then it was until 1930 where results were kind of to start going down. Um, by this time. Over 500 wealthy people have done it in France alone, so that's not including the whole world. So just these, you can tell that there's a lot of people that underwent this surgery. Voronov started to diversify, so he started to do transplants into the female ovaries, which obviously a lot of women started to go to him to do a surgery because if it worked on the men, then it must work on the women. But it was, but all the results were disappointing. None of the female patients saw any、uh, increase in sexual rejuvenation.、Um, but then, in the early, but then after that, matters became worse as large numbers of people that underwent the surgery started just to to die, and so a lot of discomfort and then anger started to grow, and then people were saying bad things about him and the treatment.、Um, and then it was by. The end of the 1930s,、um, most of Voronov's patients were were dead, and then none of them had have had children in their life. So, or they never, they didn't live past the conventional change, a conventional age.、Um, but and then so, it kind of proves that his treatment wasn't really that helpful at all. So and then during this time as well. Testosterone was being synthesized now, and then it was being injected into into the body instead of test, testicle removal and attachment. So once that happened, Rona started to retire and then move away.、Um, and then also a fact about Rona's experiment is that none of them could could be replicated.、Uh, I I believe many. Many scientists tried to replicate it, but none worked, and then none had any effect on it. And also, an interesting fact is some people say that the disease SIV, which is a very similar disease to HIV,、um, couldn't have been tran-、uh, couldn't have been couldn't affect humans, probably until monkey test doc- monkey testes transplant. So when people got transplants from monkeys. Um, people are saying that the SIV virus、um, was trans was transported that way, and then that's how humans became affected by the virus. All right, so that's it for this episode. If you all enjoyed, remember to follow the podcast. And as there's more chapters coming out every day,、um, if you guys enjoyed, please go check out my other videos as well.、Um, and yeah, I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.